Chapter 16 The Lost Night It was the longest and shortest night Polly had ever observed. They talked and talked, shared music, shared thoughts, and looked at the moon. Polly explained why it was so beautiful to an enthused Donald. It was 8 a.m. when she told Donald that she'd fallen in love with him. Polly didn't quite get the reaction she was expecting. Donald said thank you and then fell into a form of meditation. It was as if a gray-blue mist had formed around him. Polly felt crushed and elated all at the same time. Polly felt too alive to let this meditation become transcendental. It was something about the shape of his face that she wanted to make him aware of. As he stirred back into the same realm, bliss turned to horror. A bashing sound at the door shattered any sense of peace that they had built between them. Polly felt sick again as she opened the door to four heavy-looking men. Are you Polly Fairwold? said one heavy. Um, yes. Sorry, but how did you get past the front door? she asked. We have the keys, another bruiser piped up. Why didn't you let yourself in then? Polly asked sarcastically. We didn't want to disrespect your privacy, they said in unison. How incredibly conscientious of you, Polly quipped, the sarcasm utterly lost to the ether. My name is PC Dave. We have reason to believe you are holding a suspect on your premises. May we come in? PC Dave poked his head through the door and peered around. Polly hoped that Donald had had the foresight to jump out of the window, but remembered they were legally released. He's not done anything wrong, and he's not under a... What did you call it? Polly struggled to find the words. Warrant, answered Donald, appearing behind her. It's not our job to ask questions, responded PC Dave. You said that wrong, Dave. Another heavy with a squeaky voice butted in unexpectedly. Shut up, Keith. I know what I said and I mean it. We have a warrant to search these premises. Before we infringe on your premises, you should know, if you don't say now, this will be held against you in court. Dave continued. I don't have a clue what this is about. Polly was starting to feel annoyed. Do you know where we can find Mr. Bert Fairwold and does he reside in this property? Dave asked. No, you already have Bert, don't you? Don't tell me you imbeciles have lost him. Polly felt brave with Donald cowering behind her. Are you Mr. Fairwold? Said Dave, eyeing Donald. No, I am not, answered Donald in earnest. You have him. Dr. Matlock has him. You know, Dr. Matlock from the special division of the police. Are you the police? Polly had given up being polite. All five heavies, one having just materialized as if from nowhere, instantly displayed their intricately detailed police badges to prove who they were. I told you, didn't I? Keith continued, poking the lead police officer in the shoulder. It was a stupid idea to prioritize our emergency response calls reverse alphabetically, 
How was I to know that Bert Farewell would turn out to be the most important? Dave turned on Keith. Because they told us he was the most important one to catch three days ago. Keith looked smug. But they say that about everyone. Look, I'm not going through this again. We agreed this was the system. And besides, no one had any better ideas. Dave looked set to explode. So you're not hiding him then? He turned back to Polly. No, he's been caught. Well, not caught. We brought him to Dr. Matlock two days ago, Polly confirmed. Polly noticed two of the police officers, who hadn't said anything, walking away down the corridor. She could have sworn one of them muttered, Morons, as they left earshot. Well, in which case, we're sorry for wasting your time. But next time, don't withhold information from us, said Dave firmly. But we didn't. Polly was utterly confused now. You talk nonsense, squeaked Keith. Shut up, Keith. Dave lost it. Exasperated and amused, Polly shut the door on the quarrel and turned back to face Donald. Do you think he might have escaped? Donald asked. I'd say it's unlikely, but we probably should check. I don't want to deal with that lot again. Donald peered through the spy hole on the door. I suppose you're right, sighed Polly. I'll get us a cab. She picked up her phone and felt scared. The whole world had changed. One minute she was elated, the next on the floor. Life was a lot easier when she wasn't chasing terrorists, trying to figure out her dreams, and kissing aliens.